Welcome to the Career Accelerator, the podcast where corporate managers will find tips and tools to deliver results through others. Today, I will answer the following question. Should you expect the right aptitude, the right attitude, or both from your employees? I'm your host, Percy Cannon. In our last episode, I shared three of several trends for 2022, uncovered out of more than 30 articles and studies analyzed by my consulting partners from Grupo Azimuth and I. These three trends were the future of work is hybrid, the second one was the great attrition or great resignation, and the third one was the pandemic hit our brains hard and took a toll on our mental health. We discuss these trends and our sources in the report 2022 Meta-Analysis, which I invite you to download from the podcast notes. Feel free to reach out if you have questions or want to discuss a particular trend or insight and the potential repercussions for your organization. Switching to today's topic, I want to discuss the aptitude and attitude that you as a manager could and frankly should expect from your employees. For the purpose of this podcast, let's define aptitude as an employee's natural talent, augmented by the knowledge or ability the employee has gained through learning to do the kind of work expected for a particular job. Attitude, on the other hand, is an individual's predisposed state of mind with regard to the values and behaviors expected for the job. In my coaching sessions with corporate managers and executives, I am frequently inquired about employees who have trouble delivering on their performance expectations. I often suggest assessing whether the employee shows the right aptitude and the right attitude at work. This exercise leads to four possible outcomes, each requiring different actions to be taken by the manager. The first outcome is employees who show the right aptitude and the right attitude. This is a dream scenario. Employees in this group get the job done and do so by reflecting the company's values and expected behaviors. As their manager, your role is to help them accelerate their career growth. You can set stretch goals, you can invest in the employee's development, and you can delegate more projects and tasks to them versus other employees. A second outcome is employees who show the wrong aptitude and the wrong attitude. Although I hope you don't have any employees in this group, chances are you may have one or more. Up front, I would say they were probably the result of a bad hiring decision. Try to learn what could have been done better during the interview process, which would have helped you identify these candidates before you hire them. In any event, the employees are already in the company and reporting to you. It is now your responsibility to make the best decision for them and the organization. 
As soon as you conclude the underperformance appraisals, employees should be made aware in a polite and professional way of your assessment. They should also be made aware of the improvement program that they will follow and the potential consequences if their performance is not turned around. Companies tend to manage this differently, but there is usually some sort of a probation period of, say, three months, under which the employees are placed with some interim checkpoints on performance outcomes and behaviors. If at the end of this probation period, the employees have not turned around their performance, it results in a termination. The third outcome is employees who show the right attitude, but not the right aptitude. In one of my corporate jobs, as I moved into a new organization, I had a member on my team who consistently underperformed. However, he was such a kind and well-liked person that, I have to admit, I may have taken too long to address this situation. Without success, I tried to find another position for him within the company, one where his very strong people skills were better leveraged. I attempted different ways to help him increase his performance, also without success. After a painful internal process for me and for him, I had to ask him to look for a job elsewhere. My suggested approach for employees falling within this group is to have an open discussion with them, to both let them know where they stand, and to engage them in looking for internal positions that could be a better fit for them. A time deadline should be set so that employees won't be surprised if they cannot find a suitable position inside the company and they need to leave. The fourth and last outcome is employees who show the right aptitude, but the wrong attitude. I think this is the most difficult scenario. This is a person who is probably delivering very good results and consistently exceeding performance objectives. But at the same time, the employee may behave in a way that is not congruent with company values or any other behavior that is expected as part of their job description. This is a difficult case because there is no easy solution. What I usually tell my coaching clients is to determine how limiting the person's behaviors are. If they are the type of negative behaviors that transcend a person and poison the people around them, then probably the right decision is to address this issue set a deadline for turning it around, and if not corrected, let this employee go. However, if the behavioral shortcomings are not limiting, you will have to use your judgment to determine if the person can continue to grow in the company and deliver good results, despite not being a perfect reflection of the company values. Summarizing, Today, I have shared suggestions for how to evaluate your employees' performance by assessing their aptitude and their attitude. I suggest you start using this assessment process at the interviewing stage. 
iSense managers tend to be stricter when probing for the right technical skills and job experience, the aptitude, but not so much for the candidate's match with the company's values and expected behaviors, the attitude. In all four potential scenarios, you, as the manager, play a very important role. And in all four cases, your role is probably more important now, given the three post-pandemic trends for 2022 outlined in my previous podcast. The hybrid work environment, the great attrition, and the effect of the pandemic on the mental health of employees. In our next episode, I will share more tips on how to strengthen your organizational and team's culture in 2022. Like what you heard today? Please rate, subscribe, or follow this podcast and share it with your coworkers and friends. Open to a free mentoring call with me? Click on the link provided in this platform. This is Percy Cannon, working to help you make the rest of your life the best of your life. Thank you for listening to The Career Accelerator, the podcast where corporate managers will find tips and tools to deliver results through others. Stay tuned for our next episode.